0: welcome proverbs 423 says above all else guard your heart for everything you do flows from it hello i'd like to welcome everybody to this podcast and thank you for spending some time with me let me tell you a little bit about myself and my story So 26 years ago, I married my high school sweetheart, and during my junior year of high school, in two days shy of my 17th birthday, that is a story definitely that is going to be told, but at a later time. Together, we've built a life. We have four sons and two daughters, ranging from 25 to our youngest being 10. We have a four-year-old granddaughter and a new baby coming Uh, from my oldest son who got married this year. I'm a self-employed cosmetologist and I've been in the beauty industry for 17 years now. And in my life as a professional, I've come across many different types of people and different uh, stages of their lives as well as mine. And I've had the privilege to be able to share my testimony along the way. My life experiences uh, in marriage, um, we've shared stories about raising children. Many of my current clients and past clients have grown with me in all seasons of my life. But we've grown together. A handful of them have encouraged me to write a book after sharing so many parenting tactics and stuff. Um, But that was an idea that I did have. And I did contemplate that. But in the last year, I've been so inspired and driven to do a podcast instead. And the idea behind it is to be able to share my journal entries as well as some of my life experiences. So through the podcast, I will be reading, but I will also be sharing. And I think that most of you will be able to tell what is what. I would like to read some of my journal, journal entries um, as a woman, as a mother, as a wife, as a friend, as a professional. And then in some of those entries, elaborate what my mind was thinking or where my heart was at uh, when I was writing. And that's what brings me to this podcast, In a Woman's Heart. Each time when I have turned a corner, I feel like I've had nowhere to turn, I end up writing my emotions, my prayers, my frustrations, my questions, everything in my journal. I have about three journals of testimony and just personal thoughts um, that came through my heart, notes that I would really like to share with you. And I hope that somebody benefits from it. Proverbs 4.23 talks about guarding your heart because everything flows from it. As women, we are emotional beings. We go through many feelings in our lifetime that not everyone can relate to. This is a really hard time um, in the time that we are living in right now, especially where womanhood has been challenged and has been questioned. So I wanted just to share what my thoughts are. You know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Everybody's entitled to their own uh, freedom of speech, you can say, but I think a lot of the times people cross the line with, with that. I decided that throughout this podcast, I wanted to share things in my heart that I was going through at the time that I was writing these things and sharing the entries and discussing situations during those times when I was able to put a pen and paper together. I will also be inviting other people to join me, some of them are friends, some of them are clients, some of them are family, and we want to talk about life in general, hoping that they can share their perspectives as wives, mothers, daughters, professionals, sisters, confidants, and much more. Now that I, you have a little bit of a brief idea of what the vision is, let's dive in. I'm certain that my children have always thought that I have been a super overprotective and exaggerated mother at times about their discipline while we were raising them. Some might see things as a control issue, but I promise you that that has not been the case. It has always been about protection. I am sure that some parents can relate to this. Um, Some of us might think that we're extremists. I was about protection, protection based on my own childhood and my own young adult experiences. I have always been careful and strict, Um, a strict person as far as who is allowed to be in my house. And to the day, I'm still that way. I'm very picky about who I allow in my circle. It's a circle where my children live and their safe space, not only in my home, but the people that surround us. I'm very careful about it. I grew up in Southern California, and as a young child, one of my earliest memories was not a pleasant one. It was when a night when my father had invited an older cousin of mine and some friends to the house. He expected that my mother would cater to him along with my cousin and the group of friends and serve them dinner at dinner whatever hour of the night he pleased. Now, mind you, they were drinking. I vividly remember that while in a drunken stage, my cousin tried to get slick with my mom, and the situation escalated quickly. It's things that children don't want to remember, but things that sadly happen on a day-to-day basis. I remember them taking the confrontation and the actual fight out to the streets, and my cousin pulling out a knife as if he was going to stab my dad. The police were called. The situation was escalating quickly, and we were scared for my dad. My father was a hot-tempered man and did not back down from a fight. As some someone handed him a post from a stop sign, a stop sign post, to defend himself, I knew the possibility of something horribly. Going wrong was very, very possible. And these are situations that we were put into as kids. And many times as adults, we don't think of the consequences or the impressions that we make on our young children. But having these memories as a mother and looking back, I knew that I didn't want to create. These type of memories for my kids, and so I've always said that we everything that we do um, will leave an imprint, you know, in the in the minds and the hearts of our children. Um, At that time, my father and my mother did not know the Lord, and so we grew up pretty much doing our own thing whenever we wanted. We went to church on Sundays. Uh, My parents grew up very Catholic. Um, But there is a difference when you know the Lord versus when you don't. And that was just one incident. Another childhood memory that I have is growing up in El Barrio of San Fernando Valley. My dad saw an older man with a young girl she was probably anywhere from 13 to 15 years old they were asking for money my dad had gone to the local mini grocery store where we lived and it was right around the corner and he asked him what he was doing on the street with that girl and the man implied that she was his daughter and that they were homeless at that time my dad felt bad more so for the young girl than for the man and so he invited them over for a meal and a warm bed to sleep in for a couple nights while they figured out what they were going to do. When he got home, he explained to us what he had decided. He didn't ask my mom for her input on the situation. He just decided that we would give up our bunk beds so that they could sleep in a warm bed, and we were instructed to sleep on the pullout couch. Well, an act of good deed led to something More disturbing than we could ever have imagined. One of those nights, my father had a small gathering in the house with some of the neighbor friends, and that man was there. And during the night, I remember that they were drinking and playing music, loud music. In our culture, that's very common. I was on the floor of the pathway. See, where we used to live used to be in a garage that had been converted into living quarters. And that's very common in California. But I was laying on the floor of the pathway to the bathroom inside, coloring on my book when this guy said he was going inside to use the restroom. As he approached me, he laid down beside me and he told me that I was a good colorist, that I was a good artist. And he said to me softly into my ear, let me show you a trick. And as he took my hand, And he took the crayon and colored with me. Now, let me remind you that nobody else was inside. None of the adults were inside. And the other kids were outside, running around, playing outside. And it was nighttime. Soon he asked me if anyone had ever kissed me. And I was confused. I was only seven years old at that time. And before I knew it, I froze As he leaned in, and he stuck his tongue inside my mouth, and he kissed me. I still remember the smell of beer on his breath. And I could hear my heart pounding in my ears, and my body was shaking. And he told me that that had to be our secret and not to tell anyone. When he went into the bathroom, I ran outside to try and tell my dad, but my dad was drunk. As I tried to spit out the words out of my mouth, all I could do was just stare at him. That is an impression of a child. He told me not to tell the secret to anyone. And I couldn't even tell my dad. I couldn't spit the words out. My father in his drunken state tried to sing to me the lyrics of the song that was, on, that was playing on the speaker. And I could also smell the beer in his breath. When he finally asked me what was wrong or what did I want, all I remember telling him is, you're not my dad. At that moment, I just felt like I couldn't trust. I remember him crying about what I said to him, but not asking me why I felt that way. I wanted him to ask me why. And as I grew older, I had an image of my father as a violent, not caring of people's feelings, demanding of others, not showing concern for certain situations and etc. And therefore, my heart spoke the words that pierced his heart at that moment. Our heart will display the action of what we are feeling within. I knew that I had to be diligent in who I wanted to be around my kids and who I had my kids around at all times. Why wouldn't I let certain people around them? Well, these are just some of the reasons why. I have been criticized for not letting them be kids. I have been criticized for not letting them experience just being kids and spending the night at friend's house and cousin's house. But the experiences that I lived opened my mind to the evil out there in the world and the evil to those near us. Getting older in my relationship with my dad, my relationship with my dad was sour for many, many years. But be certain that it didn't stay that way. As I grew into motherhood my heart has always been to protect my kids even to the extent of not understanding why I was that way How do you explain to a child who is innocent and trusting at all times mostly because they are innocent of the certain feelings of protection without going to explicit details of the reasons why you feel the way that you do All I could say to them is that I love them and I didn't give them reason. Things had to be because I said that's how they had to be. Although I explained to my husband behind closed doors why I felt that way, my husband at times also thought that I was extreme. And then when they would ask me if they could spend the night at people's houses, the answer was always no. At cousins' houses, the answer was always no. Anything that they asked me many times, the answer was always no. I quickly had to come up with an excuse, a reason as to why they couldn't go or why they couldn't be at certain family members' houses or with certain friends. It did cause a lot of issues in my marriage. Because unlike me, my in-laws were absolutely more lenient with their kids and my husband didn't understand why I was that way. I just have always had trust issues with people around me. Not necessarily because they are bad people, but I've always just had that sense of more cautiousness because I have been in many circumstances and situations in which people that you trust and that you've trusted the most have failed me and they've hurt me. Now, I know that I cannot always control or cannot always protect our children or those around us. I have learned that I am not always in control. I am fearful of facing my maker one day and having to respond. If he ever asks me the questions, what did you do with the gifts that I loaned you? See, our kids are precious gifts. They are loaned to us. I feel that we learn more from our children than what we teach them. And in the things that I do while raising them, I feel that I am going to, I am accountable for how I raise them. I often speak to our kids of our love story between their dad and I. The one that brought us together in the beginning. My father, although he was strict, he has played a big role in a way bigger picture. And I can't wait to share all these experiences with you. One that at that time of my life, I didn't understand. We go through so many stages in our lives, so many seasons in our lives, you know, as kids, young adults, teenagers, you know, and everything that we experience, we awfully don't, often don't understand. I started journaling because like my father, I have grown to have a strong-willed, piercing personality. And years ago, a preacher was talking about the Ten Commandments, the one that says, thou shall not kill. And he went on to explain that oftentimes we need to remember that killing isn't always physical. It took me a while to understand, but as he went in to dissect the first and said that we can del- that we can deliver fruits from our mouths, but that our mouths are tough our toughless tongues cut like a sword in proverbs twelve eighteen that out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. Matthew twelve thirty four, taking these words deeply, I understood that at times when my father would talk or most of the time yell, he did it with the intent of piercing and cutting with his words. I find myself quickly practicing the things that I hated most about my dad. So instead, when I was angry or hurt, I silenced my mouth. I became afraid of speaking what my heart was leading me to say. Because I did not want to purposely hurt with my words. Trust me, silence is also hurtful at times. I've had to learn to talk to my kids instead of piercing their hearts. By, by all means, I am not a perfect person, a perfect mother, a perfect woman. I have fallen short of perfection my whole life. I will be the first to admit that. But my goal with these gifts, which are my children, that the Lord has loaned me on this earth, was to change it, change the way that I was raised, so that it wasn't like my childhood. I journaled more so now more than ever, seeking guidance in my silent prayers for my family and my friends. So I am moved and forever glad to be able to share with all of you where my heart was, where it has been, what it has endured, and where it's leading me. I hope that you enjoy these moments with me as we dive into the journals of a mother's heart. Thank you for listening to me. I appreciate your time, and I hope that this podcast in some way might be able to help somebody. Until next time, may the Lord bless you, thank you so much. Till next time, Sonia Leon.